Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, my music people. Do you oh like God, old vinyl records? Do you like music that maybe is a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll? A little bit rock and roll. Welcome, everybody, to Dustin's Vinyl with your hosts, Dustin Chapin and Anthony Kepfer. Hey. You're not even going to try. You're not even I keep thinking try. that the Benny Hill music is going to be replaced. And so I, I never learn how to play it. And then every week it's the same. Well, here's what you can't do on a show like this. You can't just make a joke about, yeah, I love the Benny Hill music and then not think he's he's going to play it every time. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, <laughs> I was kidding about it. And then he just continues to play it because so that's the kind of sense of humor. Our producer, <laughs> the, the golden god of Comedy Hub, uh, Big JJJ. I don't know if I know <laughs> That's what you call a Big JJJ. Big JJJ. Yeah, because I can't remember his last name right now. So I just call him Big JJJJ. <laughs> it does start with I don't a think J. he wants a last name. Yeah, he wants to be incognito. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? What is that? I, uh, I turned my I I turned an extra light on. Oh yeah. I just figure, you know, it's all about this face right here. So I gotta yeah, make sure it's well. Your hair looks a little straight today. Did you straighten it with a straightening iron? <laughs> I just haven't washed it. <laughs> so I, I slept on it and all it right, gets folks, we're, to, we're doing a GoFundMe for some shampoo for Anthony. <laughs> so if you guys could tip us out today, use, use some money. Looking Wait, for you know, uh, some people tell me they make money on these Twitch shows. I don't know how they do it. They have some bell they ring, and I'm like, dude, we we've never a made a bell. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. you know, I I try to mention that people can tip, but there's only so much they're going to do, you know. Right? Yeah, it's tough. That's yeah, this is a yeah, it's a rough racket this uh, online comedy talk show thing. Yeah. We it's, will listen uh, to records for food. Yeah, it's the new cable cable access. <laughs> what were those what were those cable what were those shows? What oh, like, the cable like access Q- that is. Uh, like the uh, like Wayne's QFC what or whatever. That? Oh, what that was, was public that? access. Yeah, public access, yeah. not cable access. Public access show. That's what. It yeah. Is. So what's up, buddy? Happy New Year! Holy Happy shit! Happy New Year! It's, it's, it's a new, a new year. year. It's 2022. Feel- I didn't think you'd live this long, Anthony. <laughs> I didn't either. I, jumped off a bridge by now. It's good to see you, buddy. Glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? You know, I'm all right. All right. This is. Uh, I'm excited. You know, it's like uh, you know, Christmas was good. Did you have a good Christmas? All that stuff. Yeah, Christmas was cool. That was like the last time we uh, did anything. We went, went and saw Amber's family, and that was. And then now the numbers are getting crazy with COVID, so we're just home doing nothing. Are they getting crazy, or is that just what they're telling us? I don't know. <laughs> well, I can't. I have no idea. I'm leaning towards. It's, not, it seems bad. You know, it seems, well, I, it seems I started bad. out liberal, and then now, you know, when you just want people to go out to comedy clubs, you're like, it's fine. It, it is a hoax, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, Jeff gets excited. Meanwhile, he's had four friends die. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone I know is sick right now, so I'm just like, you know, I guess I'll just lean harder into these into these virtual shows. Yeah, it's been good for you because you're kind of a hermit anyway. So <laughs> I'm loving it. You, you know what it, it is? I'm like in the Beatles phase when they stopped touring, and then they just okay. recorded two albums every year, and it was like the, their weirdest stuff. That's where I'm at. 
Yeah, I don't know if I'd compare myself to the Beatles, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you a little bit. <laughs> I'm working on my. Uh, I'm kind of like the Beach Boys there. too. I'm like the uh, working on my pet sounds right now. So. I think you're talented, but there's a little bit of a gap. You want to fill that before you get to Beatles uh, territory. But that's cool. <laughs> but you know they, what I mean. Uh, no, I going from touring and hustling yeah. every night to just being home, working on yeah. just working on ideas. Yeah, well, you, that's see, that's the problem is you got to tour in places where you know they don't give a shit about COVID. That's <laughs> what I do. I mean, I got a run coming up. It's like it's Florida, it's Texas, it's Louisiana. They don't give a shit. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, but I don't know if I want to be around those kind of people. <sighs> the money's good, bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Do you, do you need a you need a musical? Uh... <laughs> we might, we might, we might. It's uh, yeah. Well, that's how it is. We're desperate artists. We'll do anything. We'll uh, perform and risk point. COVID for a couple of bucks. It was easier to stay home last year when there was unemployment. This year, I'm finding it harder to I think resist. you're getting a check, bro. I think that's uh, Mr. Joe is going to give you a check. I think this, some more stimuluses are coming. He better. He better stop Stimulate it, this. <laughs> you're going to get somebody you don't like elected. You keep talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this guy. That's what you guys did last time. That's yeah, what you did last time. What are you going to vote for, Jill Stein? Come on, man. All right. <laughs> That's just gonna happen. Yep. And then you're gonna complain about that. Well, oh, so nobody says nicer to Sloppy Joe. Well, Sloppy Joe. You guys are gonna run him out. All right. Why did we get political? I have no idea. Did you get anything cool for Christmas? Any gifts? Uh, uh what get? was? What did I get? Shirt? I got, got some. I got some clothes and stuff. I got. <laughs> so one one of the gifts that I got, I I forget what it actually was, but it it was in this. Uh, you ever see these prank boxes? So you think it's, you think that it's the gift, but the what they're showing on the box is a is a joke, and you're real. That's, that's what your girlfriend got you a prank no, box. No, somebody in her fit. So I, I opened this box and it said it was cargo uh, socks, cargo mm. socks, and yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then you fl- you look and this show pictures of how you can use the cargo socks, and one of the pictures was like uh, a pocket for your shrimp. And I was like, oh, wait wow. a minute, this isn't real. <laughs> and then it was something else inside. I forget. Oh, that's crazy. So that Mary- that was. Yeah. I went to my brother, like he got kicked out of an apartment or something. And so they, um, they went and put shrimp inside the, um, <laughs> like the, the rail, like where the curtains are, like in the rods oh, yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. And then just stunk up the whole place. That's kind of family <laughs> I have. <laughs> I love it. You kick us out. We, we're not paying the rent. We'll stink that shit up. Um, you get I, anything uh, good? What'd you get? I get, well, I got a, uh, I got this motorhead album that I wanted Ooh. for a long time. This oh, is nice. uh, Bastards. Bastards. I think it's one of the best. Um, I haven't even opened it yet. Uh, Motorhead albums. It's got my uh, favorite song, uh, Born to Raise Hell, which it's like, I, I literally wanted this album for that song. You ever do that where it's like, yes, there's one song that you want. I mean, Motorhead's always great, but it's that's my favorite Motorhead song. So it's oh, Born nice. to Raise I got, Hell. I don't know that album. I it, it, it gets it you going, man. It really does. And uh, so, yeah, I got this album. Pretty excited about it. And uh, yeah, excited to get back, throw it on there, annoy the neighbors. Yeah, that's one you know, of those I, albums that'll get you some knocks on the door. Yeah, they're like, hey, please, please turn it down. <laughs> I, I I realized I goofed. I totally goofed because I I got a record that I could have. Mm-hmm. It's in the other room. <laughs> so yeah, way, way to be so, on point with. Uh, but what, what we I do did here. get, what I did get was uh, the uh, the re release of Let It Be. It's like the five oh, nice. record set where you have. Okay. Uh, all the stuff that you saw in the Get Back documentary. Yeah, that's I hadn't seen that yet. It seems pretty cool though. It's great. 
I yeah. recommend the documentary and the the record. The record's cool too. <laughs> if only I had it in the room with me. It's got like this hardcover <laughs> book that it comes with. Oh, that's nice. And it's got like Does it photos have some and of the, the details. You know, them like talking and stuff. Or it has. Um, I didn't listen to all of it yet, but it's got um, some like rehearsal and alternate takes, and uh, you know, the one record is just that kind of stuff. I hear so they chew a lot of gum in that. That's that's <laughs> that's what somebody said. They just chew gum all day. That's how you come up with hits that like the Beatles. You just <laughs> chew gum. <laughs> you know, I've been chewing a lot of gum, so I think that's probably why I'm as good as the Beatles now. I think so. You know? I've always so, said that. You compare yourself to the Beatles a lot. I just want you to know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of Beatles, um, I uh, you know I'm in Maine. I'm in the mountains of Maine. People always say lobster. No, it's mountains, rural Maine, like in the middle of mm. nowhere. And it's been great. A lot of snow, been you know, very story storybook Christmas. Been a lot of a lot of fun. But uh, it was like a, there's this antique store, and they always have um, records, and they don't know what they're worth. So it's great. It's like oh, they obviously the don't watch the shows, so they don't yeah. know the value of vinyl. And uh, so I got a couple of records. I got uh, you know, rest in peace, Charlie Watts. This is a really cool album. This is when uh, he uh, did like a orchestra thing. Like he uh, oh, is like a 32 piece uh, jazz band. Uh, you have wow. like 10 saxophone players. He does percussion and xylophone and stuff. This is really great, man. It's uh, just, uh, he, you know, he was always a, a jazz guy, like in the beginning, yeah. like he, um, he always wanted that jazz sound. And then there's some cool, actually in the back of this, it talks about like when he first started drumming, his first drum was, uh, he couldn't afford a drum set, so he um, had a banjo in the house, which, you know, we always have a random banjo lying around. Yeah, we, we, we can all relate. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, broke the neck off the banjo and, like, and had an erector set. You know what those are? You're yeah, kind of young. I had an yeah, erector set. set yeah. And, like, built a stand and so wow. used the, the base of the thing and was playing drums and sort, kind of started that jazz, because it's very jazz sounding, you know, if you, yeah. you know, whatever. So anyway, this is this is great. This is just a kind of a departure from, you know, obviously the Rolling Stones, but you know, it's it's nice. Good jazz, you know, good stuff. It's like a good full rich album if you want some difference live at the Fulham Town Hall. And uh, so it was really cool. What's cool about this too is all the dialogue on the back of this album and he talks about just trying to relate to the jazz musicians, which is really funny. Because it's like, you know, I open for people that are just millionaires. And then, you know, and then that's kind of what he did. He was a, he was just like working with these, you know, the Rolling Stones. But then he's working with these jazz musicians and they're like gig to gig. So he <laughs> just talks about how they didn't know if they're going to have a gig till they get a phone call. And so that's so I could relate to that. Yeah, that's like, like being a comedian. That's like, yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. What? It's gig to gig. It's very, yeah. I've always compared jazz to, to comedy. But anyway, when, I, when really, I saw Whiplash, I was like, man, this is because yeah. I'm a drummer and comic. I was like, I relate to yep. this all the way and, around. Uh, I used to coach until I started throwing microphones at comics heads for being <laughs> hacks. <laughs> it's a fucking hack. And just throw them. <laughs> and so not only did I get the Charlie Watts, then I get, this is a real fine. Uh, this is the, uh, the first Rolling Stones album. And uh, it's, this is, uh, this is, you know, this is first release Europe. Wow. Original press. Uh, European, original yeah, European press. Yeah. This is great. It's, uh, you know, it's, it has everything but the, free full color photo which is was not in here but i oh. looked out on ebay and it's still worth like a couple hundred dollars and i That's got it great. for like 15 so does the european uh, one is it like the beatles albums where it has extra songs that they took off for the american releases 
Um, I'm going to say no. This okay. is this is kind of, you know, what's great about this, I didn't like this at first. Like, I remember I went down a hole. I was trying to listen to the Rolling Stones early stuff. And I was like, ah, they're just hacking blues artists or whatever. Yeah. But what it is, is they're getting their sound through this. So this is ma- bo- mostly covers, you know, but it's, uh, you know, Route 66 and all that. I mean, oh, how yeah. many freaking bands have covered that song? But It's um, a requirement. <laughs> yeah, it is. I think you learn how to be a band if you cover Route 66. But it's really cool. You know, it's the first, you know, it's, it's interesting to hear, you know, the beginnings of the sound. And so, you know, you hear some Keith Richards kind of finding it. And then it has Brian Jones, who I believe died, right? And he got a little, oh, yeah. drowned in a pool or something. So, uh, but yeah, this is a really cool album. Got this. And, uh, and then we were just listening to the radio. And um, we, you know, which is always fun because you don't listen to the radio that much. And uh, Low Rider came on. Wow. Which is one of my favorite, like, just groovy songs. And so um, when I was digging through vinyl, I got the War Greatest Hits, which, you know, that song is on here. And War is a cool band. They're just, they're a funky-ass band, man. And uh, it's, uh, let's see here, you know, not not a white dude to be found on the, in this band. Are you playing some War for me? I can't play it. Sounds exactly the same. <laughs> I'm trying to do lowrider. Low I can't figure out. Rider. Can't figure out the rest of now, the riff. You know what? I appreciate you trying. I really do. But uh, this little insert here, which is so funny. Like, look at all the black dudes on this. This is like, there's no white people ever on this. This is like, <laughs> that's what's so great about. It. That's why it's so good. There's no white people involved. But uh, but yeah, War's Greatest Hits was great. So yeah, so that's uh, you know, so that's what's great about you know little antique stores and stuff. Yeah. So go into places that aren't vinyl stores, and you're gonna find some good finds. You know that you wouldn't find in a record store because most record stores know what they have. They know what things are worth. They know you know the value. They they're on the pulse of the eBay market and all that stuff. Yeah. But you go in these antique places where they're selling like you know, bomber jackets and like, you know, just in stuff that's like vintage clothing and stuff. It's like, they don't, you know, they don't know. They don't know, always know what their vinyl is. So it's a good way to rip people off and uh, (laughs) just (laughs) buy it there and then sell it and make some cash. So um, (laughs) yeah, that's my intro. Pretty exciting, huh? All right. So yeah, you You got some nice records, original presses of some pretty classic records. That's great. Got a new hat. I got a new set. That is nice. Nice. This is the Stardust. Um, This is the brand new Stetson Open Road. So very excited. Not a fedora. Repeat, not a fedora. (laughs) (laughs) Very excited to have a new hat. Always feel like a you know, I'm ready for it. We got to get it. And it's called. What's the name of it again? It's it's the Stardust. Is the color. I tried. <laughs> you playing Stardust? All right. Ziggy Stardust? Uh, Ziggy. Ziggy Stardust. There you go. That's it. There it yeah. is. Yeah, that's it's yeah. in there. It's Perfect. one of them. Anyway, I'm, you know, right. I'm doing no, my best. This is anyway. off the cuff. You know, it's Dude, off the cuff. I'm, I'm <laughs> celebrating you. I, I, there's nobody. There's nobody listening, watching. It's just us, bro. So nobody cares. <laughs> This show is for us. This is an open mic talk show. That's what it is. All right. So we're going to bring in our other open micers. Uh, very funny uh, co-host here on Dustin's Vinyl. We have Jeffrey Paul and Adam Holtz, everybody. Nice. Okay. That was a mishmash. That was <laughs> sound there. That was that was something. <laughs> oh, Jeff, don't 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 come in negative, man. Just because you got the perfect I, wave in your hair going right now. I need you on bass, Jeff. You got? I can you play the bass? Something. Yeah, play the bass, Jeff. Play the play something. 
I, I can play you're, the drums. You keep the drums in well, Get a drum set. You got the All money. Right, get a drum it. set. I don't, I, I don't have the space. That's the whole thing. I would love to get a. We'll, we'll a buy a new house, see. Jeff. You you have the cash. <laughs> yeah, do it. You did you did good things with your money. Anthony and I, I just buy it on frivolous shit. How you How was your holiday? You have a good Christmas. Good, thanks. How was you guys? Good, good, good. New Year's. You do anything? Did you perform on New Year's or anything? No. What happened? My wife has COVID. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, No, she she's she's back on the road to recovery, but she got it on uh, Christmas Eve, Uh, New Year's Eve. I'm sorry. And the one thing I've always said. And I, and I thought about you a lot during the uh, holiday, Dustin, because nice. uh, the, right because right before COVID, you always used to book me at uh, Greenwich for those oh. two shows on New Year's Eve, and those were those were fun, those were really fun shows. But I always got home in time, like I got went to Brooklyn, and mm. I've spent every New Year's with my son since he's been born. So unless like it's like convenient or the money is outrageous, I never like not want to be with him unless he decides he's going to go away or do something. So, you yeah. know, because you never know. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. No, we're not. We're to, we're to bring the, sh- the the room down. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my wife's got COVID, and we might not be here tomorrow. Thanks, guys. These, All right, these, we're gonna keep the show peppy. Time, okay. Right. Uh, Adam, how you doing, phone. buddy? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you almost die or something? You got something to add in here? What's going on with you? How you doing, Adam? Did you have a good New Year's? You always party. Did you party this year? No, it was pretty low key. I uh, I spent New Year's just watching movies and uh, TV. Saw the new oh. uh, Cobra Kai. Ah, here we uh, go. Fantastic. Cobra yeah. Kai. Did you Did you binge the whole thing? Pretty much, just over yeah. uh, two nights. Yeah. How is it? Bunch of girls fighting, right? That's what's happening this year, this season. Just two. Well, actually, just no, three. Girls. Three. <laughs> Three girls fighting. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I'm, I prefer mud wrestling, but <laughs> <laughs> this season could be wrapped up by saying the return of Harry Silver. Yep. Yeah. Well, what's the? Uh, that's the guy from uh, the fourth one, right? From the third, oh, the third one. Third. Fourth. Fourth is Hillary Swank, right? Yes, but no Daniel. Okay. okay. No Daniel. Hillary Swank, and then the third one's this guy with the ponytail. That's right. Made him climb some mountain or something, right? Right. He was uh, a wealthy industrialist who put all his energy and resources into winning the local uh, karate contest. Right. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, what's the music like in this season? What kind of, is it? Because is it metal or like what's happening with the soundtrack? Depends on who is shown. Like whenever they show Johnny, it's classic eighties metal. Like, give me something like, like who, like Cinderella. Like what's, what's happening? No, no, no. They, they've never, they, you don't really hear Cinderella. You hear Twisted Sister. You'll Black hear sister. Uh, White Snake. White Snake. You what know, song? I mean, here I go. Yeah. They, yeah here we go. It's kind of like a, a, a staple on that show. Still the Night is one of my favorites. I, even though oh, it's, it's very Zeppelin, it's such a, such a great song. It's a, one of the best beginnings of, of any rock song. I think just so good. That was the song that hooked me into them. Yeah, it was good. Because you thought it was Zeppelin. And then you're like, oh, did Zeppelin have a new song? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were the Greta Van Fleet of that era. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> so what movies did you watch, Adam? Anything, what else did you do? So you I watched a- uh, The Matrix Resurrections. Mm, what did you think I of that? that? I didn't finish I saw it. That too. I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I think, um, it, and it's, I mean, it's very divisive. Um, I just liked how how meta it was. I I, I thought it really. Uh, I, I mean, I really hated Matrix Revolutions. I thought this movie kind of redeemed it in a way. Okay, it's kind of like Balboa, probably with Rocky Five, right? Just kind of redeemed it. Yeah, 
because it was such a bad movie. I didn't see the third one. You didn't see the third one? I don't think you need to. It's kind of like Godfather. You don't need to. I was a little confused. Why was he... Why was he like back in the regular world and not still in the Matrix if this was the fourth movie? I don't know how he got back to having a regular job. Well, don't spoil it for people. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I, I kind of tapped confused. out of that movie. It was good though. I'll finish it if you said it's good, Adam. But I, I think know. it's worth it. Yeah. All right. Yep. Just, I mean, Keanu, you know, he looks great, you know, seems like a cool, I, I don't know. I just wonder if it, I, I just wonder if it holds up because I feel like what we're in now is worse than the matrix. You know what I mean? Like whatever <laughs> negative things happen in the matrix, we could, we can challenge it with, with what we're going through as a society. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It's like, does he, is, I don't know. Eventually you're like, just take the DVR off the DVR off your face and things will be normal. <laughs> All right. In the VR. VR, whatever it's called. Right. DVR, I don't know. I DVR. <laughs> I don't, you're my tech guy. You you do all my tech. Look at look at that fancy background. You and Anthony are the tech guys. I got I got a. I'm in a barn with like a dartboard behind. Me. <laughs> I got nothing. It's literally a barn. It is. This is where we recorded the album, though, Anthony, right here. Oh this, right. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I I only saw the green screen, so. Yeah, this but is it. That's, it's that's uh, great to you see. Know, the the in laws are potters. They just retired this year. But uh, this is where they made all their pottery and stuff. They made uh, they make nice pottery, you know, cool stuff. Ooh, but um, nice. yeah, so we recorded an album in here, and it yeah, just yeah, it's on serious, kind of cool. Check it out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so today is Country Day. We're gonna do Country Month, which is, uh, you know, it's like uh, a lot of people shit on country music. You know, a lot of people like it, so it's kind of that's another thing that's very divided in this country. It's like uh, a lot of people aren't into country; they think it's you know they're too good for it. But uh, pretty excited for today's album. And Jeff, take it away. All right, so um, I like country music. I I always like country music. My father, who um, he really, really wasn't a big music guy, but he he always did play country. He was a big Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings guy, you know, the old, old school uh, country guys. And in 1993, this album really like stood out to me. It really popped. It, there was something about Dwight Yoakam, which I found besides the music, just being like a cool guy. You know, he he kind of had like a rock star vibe to him. He he had like a, a charisma. He later on becomes a fantastic actor, I think. If you ever saw a Sling Blade, he's tremendous in it. And in 93, he releases an album called This Time. And it's kind of like a return for him because he had uh, been away from music for about three years. Kind of took a little break, a three-year layoff. Um, He's a country artist, but this album kind of incorporates more pop and rock elements in it. You could really hear it in a song like uh, uh, Fast As You, which is, to me, a, an amazing, not just country song, it's just a great, great song. It's, it's hard to not like that song. Um, he collaborated with um, a songwriter at the time. He was, he was a Greek guy, country uh, songwriter named Costas. And he's pretty much known for 
um, at the time, Patty Loveless was kind of like a big country star, and he had written her broke uh, breakout album. Um, I love the singles from this time. Um, I think the song Ain't That Lonely Yet is a great, great uh, pop song. Uh, you know, a slower pop song, but it's a great pop song. Uh, a Thousand Miles From Nowhere is a, is, a, was a, is a great song. And like I said, um, Fast As You. I'm not sure, but I think he did this on SNL. And, and that's where I may have uh, seen it, you know, for, for the first time. And like I said, got me hooked. Um, this album, because you, you know, you, you listen to this and you go back and listen to other albums by uh, Dwight Yoakam. And this was more electric guitar oriented um, on these songs as opposed to like traditional country where you have more fiddles and steel guitar. Not that those songs were left out, because uh, if you look at a song like Try Not to Look So Pretty, it's a beautiful ballad where he does incorporate steel guitar and uh, fiddle playing. Um, but I think the, the three song uh, singles uh, are really strong. I, I, the only problem is I don't think the rest of the album can, you know, can holds up to those three singles. I think those singles are just so good and so powerful. Um, you know, songs like Home for Sale, Two Doors Down, they're okay. But not, but not as good as like, you know, again, Fast As You, I think is just great. It's like his, you know, uh, dazed and confused or whatever. Um, for, for Dwight Yoakam, this was like a huge success for him. Uh, it was his, definitely the most albums he ever sold. Um, and it turns out to be the best of his career. So I, I suggest people check it out. It's not a, it's not a, 10 out of 10 to me it's more of like a an 8 out of 10 but i really enjoyed it and this also brought me into like starting to then get into goth brooks and and all the other uh kind of like pop country artists so dwight yoakam this time cool yeah i i love dwight yoakam one of my favorite uh country artists and artists a regular artist of all time um seen him live probably like uh maybe four times um every time he's fantastic um yeah i mean he's he's to me he's a throwback country artist you know it's like um i feel like country music started to get a little too poppy i i don't i wouldn't really call him poppy at all even though some of his songs were popular and maybe got some radio play to me he's more closer to the foundation of country you know he's that 70s sound buck owens was kind of his mentor who is an incredible picker you know from uh, hee-haw or whatever but it's uh you know bakersfield is kind of this this kind of you know it's a People don't talk about Bakersfield enough. They always talk about Nashville and Memphis and stuff. But, you know, Bakersfield, a lot of great guitarists and banjo players come out of there. But uh, I yeah, I love him, too. I think it's, uh, you know, one of those kind of just it's it's a very twangy sound that I like in my country. Um, and uh, yeah, the fact that he incorporates the electric guitar and that's very seventies too. A lot of the seventies guys started kind of being a little more electric and, uh, Waylon Jennings and some of those guys started adding a little more of that, but, uh, thousand miles of nowhere. I remember, um, there was a movie called red rock West and, uh, I think it's a Nick cage movie, but that song is in there and, uh, it's a great, uh, movie, but uh, the song really stands out. It's like they play the whole song, but uh, yeah, this is I, I like this album from uh, you know from the beginning to the end. I think it's uh, 
you know, you're not going to have every song is going to be thousand miles of nowhere, you know, but it's, uh, you know, I feel like, uh, it starts out, you know, pocket of, cl- of a clown is solid and it's just, okay. it's just a good song this time, you know, two doors down King of full. I like it all. I think it's a perfect country album. I think it's, uh, you know, it just, it, it, it just has that sound that I like, which is kind of just old school, but, uh, it's kind of, you know, it just, it rings well. It's tight. It's only like 42 minutes, you know, which is great. They don't give you too much. You know, you don't think it's, think it's with country. It's like, you don't want too much country, you know, you need just enough. <laughs> and so I think it teases you with just enough. The songs are short and tight, but, uh, yeah, I love Dwight Yoakam and everything he does. A lot of his covers are great. He, uh, his suspicious minds is one of the greatest great. covers of that great. of all time. It's Absolutely. so good. He, uh, when Prince died, he did a purple rain. That was great. That, last album that he did was really good i think that's on there the purple rain cover but uh, yeah dwight yogam is a badass he you know he dated sharon stone when she was like right out of basic instinct you know you got to respect a guy for that and uh, so he's uh, yeah he's great and it's old school his style is great he's got the fringe and the hat low and he has a big he was a big influence on me as a performer uh, a lot of kind of my style is is has a, a look to dwight and stuff and so i'm very inspired by him and his coolness if you will but but uh, yeah, he's uh, he's great, man. He can pick, man. That guy can play. That's the thing is like people, you know, people can be good country artists, but, uh, you know, can they really play? I mean, I would put him up against any rock guitarist like he can really get down and pick. So, you know, I'm I'm happy you chose this album. I think it's probably one of the best. I mean, my one of my favorites is Guitars and Cadillacs and, you know, Streets of Bakersfield. I mean, he has, you know, he has a lot of other songs that I like. Maybe they're a little more in my repertoire or whatever but but i like this album i think it's solid and i think it's uh it's a good introduction to to a country you know if you if you're just curious about it because a lot of people like i said shit on it um but uh yeah i think it's good i think it's great because you know before this it was like urban cowboy like that was a big you know in the 80s like that was the sound yeah and now there's some really good songs in that album a lot of good 70s country and then i felt it like i said it took a dip and then this this sound kind of brings it back and then today's music you know there's some good country guys out there like sturgill simpson you know uh chris stapleton and those guys to me are very dwight yoakam they have like that sound that he has so but yeah i i I dig this album i think it's really good and uh I was gonna say, I think when it comes to songwriting, for me, yeah, I really like a great riff. I think a great riff kind of brings you and hooks you in. And I think, sure. you know, and a lot of people, you know, associate it with like a good rock song. But sure. when I, th- I think that's why I like as fast as you, that fast as you riff that. Down, 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 down. Yeah, that 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 really gets you in, and that's coming from a country song. I think I think this is is a really really special song. I I've listened to it for years. It's a song I've never, ever gotten bored of. Yeah, that's a great song. And if you've ever, I mean, you know, I'm not just talking to you, Anthony, but if you've ever had a woman break your heart, um, (laughs) (laughs) Ain't That Lonely Yet is a great Great song. song. It's uh, the lyrics on that are just so good. Ain't that lonely yet. You know, like it's just (laughs) such a good, like, you know. Ain't diving in there. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) But, but I love the lyrically. I really love that song. I think that's to me, that's my favorite on the album. Lyrically, Um, you know, it's just really gets to you, you know, where it's just like, uh, cause you're, cause you're always in in love, you know, you're always wondering, should I go back? And then you're like, you know, so that's what that song kind of like identifies with me. All the bad relationships (laughs) I've had in my life. but uh, cool. So, Anthony, what do you got? What do you, what do you think about Dwight Yoke? <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. This is, it's not the kind of country music that I like <laughs> at all. I don't like this sound. I don't like the production. 
I don't like the that kind of um, vocal affectation that he has. I I really you don't like uh, the nasal twang. No, no. I as soon as I as soon as the first song kicked in, I was like, oh boy, no, this is not for me. <laughs> knew it <laughs> it's okay it's all right it's all right i mean i pretended to like that band last time you did but <laughs> cheek face okay anyway <laughs> no but i i get it i mean you like probably what do you like a little more bluegrass is that kind of what yeah, you're into i think so i mean i you know i like johnny cash and i like um he's very johnny cash like a lot of you know maybe the style. i mean it could have been the production not in his vocal style he's not the vocal no, style's but, not you and know the, it's still that older sound though it had electric guitar and a lot of reverb and um i like dolly parton i think you know like the jolene album is a great album that's not i'm trying to you know to give you a range of different types of country that i like well, you like jolene because the stripes covered it but would you have liked <laughs> it if they hadn't covered it probably not <laughs> <laughs> I think you know that, what I mean? I feel people like Dolly Parton because of shit like that. I'm like, all right. Because her early Dolly Parton is very twangy, old, grand old Opry. It's yeah. very much like this. Which generally I don't like, but yeah. I think, you know, she, I don't mind it with her. Well, think about uh, it like, like John, this. Let me, John let me Prine. Say before, I like some John Prine stuff. That's it. That's all. I'm just trying to no, give no, you an no, idea. No, no, no. I was just going to ask you this question. It's like, here's the thing with me. It's kind of like, like, I don't love the saxophone. You know, mm-hmm. in jazz, but I love Coltrane yeah. because he's so good at playing saxophone. So I separate not liking something when I know something's good, you know, just because I'm not it's not something that's in my thing to listen to. It's still I know it's good so I can see it for being good. So you don't do you see him for being good is what I'm asking, because I feel like you're just shitting on him without kind of really <laughs> absorbing him as an artist because he can fucking play guitar, bro. Oh, yeah, he can play. And, you yeah. know, it's like the songs are well put together, but I I just don't I just don't like I don't like that sound. I, there's not okay. really a way to you. present that sound to me. That's going to make me, you know, I, I don't think he's like a shitty guitar player or anything like that. Does he come off cool to you? Um, no, I'm not this, not this sound, but I know that he's a cool guy from, cause he's like an old school country guy, right? He's not just, this came out of 93, but he's not like a, right. But he, but he was around before that. Yeah. So I can recognize that maybe he was cool, but you know, it's like, to me, it's maybe like if you heard, um, like Paul McCartney's stuff in the eighties and you're like, yeah, but he's Paul McCartney. He's cool. Yeah, I don't. I think you're missing the boat on this. Um, but that's okay. I mean, I think you can not like the sound, but it's like, but I don't think you know enough of the artist. You know, I would, I would almost like want you to listen to more albums. You know, to really get a grasp of of him. You know what I mean? Because that's the does thing. We listen to one acu- album. Does he have yeah. more acoustic stuff? He does. Uh, his Purple Rain is phenomenal. He does banjo. Plays yeah. plays Purple Rain on banjo, bro. Mm. And I'm telling you, it's the best I I've mean, ever that heard. That sounds like, cool. Yeah, he's cool. I get it. You know, that's that's the beauty of this show. If you if nobody shits on the album, it's not a good show. <laughs> I'm trying to do it as gently as I can. <laughs> no, you don't have to be gently. It's like I mean, it's like you know, you like a lot of punk rock stuff, and like some of those guys can't play for shit. Yeah. But it's about the vibe of what they do. This guy can play, he so can play. it's like you know, it's more it's like talent versus vibe. You know, to me, yes. Well, you know? and that's the thing. You know, I I, I I've never 
claimed he doesn't have talent. I just don't like what he's doing on this album. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, that's all right. Um, Adam. I think you would keep away from Mellencamp Dwight Yoakam tour. No, <laughs> right. well, first of all, no, 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 no. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. Don't put, don't put Dwight Yoakam and John Mellencamp in the same. That's, that's, that's a totally different thing. I well, think. You can see them both playing at Farm Aid. You can see everybody playing at Farm Aid. It's Willie Nelson, dude. I, I liked when he was... Uh, do you like Willie Nelson at all? I like some Willie Nelson. Yeah. Okay. Who's your favorite older country? Like, who do you like besides Johnny Cash? Obviously, besides people like Johnny because he's on a T-shirt. But if you, uh, like, <laughs> I like you know what? I like uh, Hank Williams. Okay, senior or third? The first one. First one. Okay. Have you ever heard the third? Uh, I think I tried to get into it. I don't know. I don't think I liked it as much. It was much more. It's like I mean, kind of punk. It's very punk. Like, you know, it's like punk and country. It's really cool, actually. I got to check it out. I'll check it out again. I, uh, yeah, it was very different. Yeah. And that's what's his, cool about the, the, it. Yeah. All right. Adam, save me here. What's going on? All right. Uh, <laughs> you hate it too? I, I'm done no, with no, the show I, if you guys both hate it. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed it. Um, so what I thought was interesting was that, uh, Dwight Yoakam started, um, by ditching Nashville, heading to LA and playing in uh, punk and um, uh, rock clubs in LA. <laughs> That's pretty cool, Anthony. It is pretty cool. And <laughs> for this album you're talking about? No, no, just uh, how he started his career. Oh, started his career. But um, I was going to say, in 93, this was not really like a very cool type of music. It was a very cool type of music. It was different. In 93. Especially, especially for country. Yeah, and it's like trying to put jazz next to hard metal. Like you can't, it's nothing not cool about it. It's just a different genre of music. I know you were all about the Soundgarden stuff, but it's still, it's still cool. Does it, just because it wasn't some kids from Seattle doesn't mean it wasn't cool. <laughs> doesn't make it less cool because they weren't doing heroin. You know what I mean? The heroin uh, made it pretty cool though. No, but there's a, you can't say it's not cool because it wasn't what you like. Yeah. You know? That's very nice. had already come out and he he, he kind of oh, started to change. Cool. There's nothing I cool don't about like Arthur Brooks. But, he, but, but he started to change country music where country music was becoming very more arena. mainstream. He was very arena. Yeah, he, he's great to, at what he does. But to but, me, that this album sounded similar. Like I I could see them on a bill together. I could no, see totally different. No, not even really? close. Not even close. This is not the same kind of sound as like a Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks is bigger. It's a bigger sound. You know, whenever I've seen Dwight Yoakam like with small audiences, he's not an arena guy. It's not. It's totally different. It's more Where of a Brooks and Dunn. Brooks and Dunn. That's more Garth Brooks. Where did you see uh, Dwight? I've seen him all over. I've seen him at um, uh, Roseland. I've seen him at uh, Terminal Five. Uh, smaller venues. Yeah, places. You know, smaller places. But uh, same with some festival stuff. But yeah, he's more of a, you know, it's more smaller venue stuff. It's not, he's not an arena guy. I mean, he can, he's big enough to do that, but you know, but that's cool. I'm with you, Anthony. I love you anyway, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to fight you a little bit. You seem to just fight hate me. all the bands that I love. So that's <laughs> and all the bands that Jeff loves. And so we get it. We get what you're doing here. All right. Um, I got to shake things Adam, up. Let's go back to Adam. Adam. All right. So for me, I like the twangier more uh the twangier sadder um kind of more honky tonk bar songs that were in honky there so, tonk. exactly yeah. that's what he is honky tonk yeah so uh so lonesome roads um king of fools ain't that lonely yet two doors down and um home for sale i uh 
I almost got a, a kind of Roy Orbison vibe off yes. of him on uh, no, King of Fools good, and uh, Ain't That Lonely Yet. Especially King of Fools. I mean, you could just you yeah. could almost hear that that Orbison in his voice. Hmm. Um, the one song I really didn't like was A Thousand Miles from Nowhere. I just I wow. Really? I, I kind of felt that I would hear that song in a Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I it's also one of his popular songs on there. I just, I just, I really, you know, as soon as Home for Sale hit was when I really started getting into the album. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I think he's, it's kind of like a band that, you know, they do a, they do a song that's for everybody and then they do a song that's kind of more true to what they, what they are. So I yeah. feel like he's more of a honky tonk guy. Like he paid his dues, you know, playing. In fact, he's, you know, punk clubs and stuff. You know, that's, yeah, he's a very broad guy. But yeah, A Thousand Miles of Nowhere, I just think it's a, just it's a rich song. Like I just think it makes you, you know, I don't know. It's just like it's a it's a full song. I like it. It's kind of have some emotion to it, you know. I don't know. Anyway, good stuff. Um, I try to ask who people liked for who their favorite country artists were. Do you have any anybody on there, Adam? Let's see. There's any? a bunch of comments. I have to just gotta okay. kind of scroll what through this. I can find it too. Uh, let's right. see. We got Dolly. Dustin, who's your who's your favorite? Favorite what? Country artist. Country is artist. It Dwight, is it Dwight Yoakam? Um, he's up there. He's definitely up there. Um, you know, I, I like the Mount Rushmore. You know, I like Johnny. I like Waylon Jennings. I like Merle Haggard. Um, yeah, it, you know, I. It's, George uh, Strait. Are you a fan of George Strait? I'm a fan of like George Strait's voice, but that's see, that's not cool to me either. Like that's to me, that's that, that's not like Dwight Yoakam at all. George Strait is more basic country. And uh, to me, Dwight's a little more rock and roll and more punk, a little different, little, little, you know. And like I said, this is the only album you're listening to. You can't, you know, it's like when we did that cult thing, I was just like, dude, you can't yeah. just judge one album off of like an entire band. But, you know, it's, it, but it's, you know, I don't know. What, what, what would somebody else say? All right. So we got, uh, let's see, we got Holly G says, Dolly is my spirit country singer. We okay. got, uh, Hanky Panky 2926 says, Waylon Jennings. Nice. Waylon is a man. I think that's, uh, I think that's all we have right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, fuck Dolly Parton. Let me tell you why. Whoa, really? Wow. wow. <laughs> Dolly Parton is a genius. She's got a great voice and an amazing songwriter. But uh, I, uh, it was about three years ago, two years, maybe two years ago. Well, before COVID, whenever that was, three years ago. <laughs> and so my girl, like, it's her birthday coming up, right? So I'm like, all right, I'm going to, you know, I'm looking, what can we do? I'm going to, like, look for things to do for my girl, you know, for her birthday. And then Dolly Parton is going to be at the Hammerstein Ballroom in Manhattan. And I'm like, oh, holy beautiful. shit, let's do this. This is amazing. So I'm like, all right. So I got the tickets. The tickets were not cheap. It's like $300 tickets. Like it was, but I was like, you know, I'm going all in. Great, great venue to see her in. Well, Absolutely. I'm not finished. And so I get, you know, so I, I get these tickets and, you know, we, we get there and, uh, you know, people are freaking out. There's, there's people like impersonators. They got the blonde wigs on with the big fake boot. Like everybody's so into Dolly being at this venue, right? So we got and we got good seats. The seats are kind of up in the balcony, but it's Hammerstein, so it's small. So you can, any anywhere is a good place to see him. I actually actually saw uh, Dwight there also. Uh, Jeff, it's a great um, So uh, so great we get our place. tickets, and so you know we're all excited. And then all of a sudden, Dolly Parton comes on. Right, she comes on stage, 
and she opens with nine to five and it's that place is going crazy. They're like working nine to five. What a way to make a living. Everybody's going nuts. Right. And uh, and then she does. I'll always love you. Great song. You know, uh, Whitney Houston covered it perfectly, but it, her song is great. The way she sings that is amazing. And that's it. Two songs and then gets off stage and leaves. And then some what? and then and then I uh, who's the fucking guy? Who's the guy that did all that work? Jeff with uh, the black dude did all the work with like David Bowie. Um, Niles Rogers. Niles Rogers. Yeah. So he's there. Yeah. He's and I'm thinking he's going to be the opening act. He ended up carrying the whole concert. So what? he did what like four, he did like 15 songs. And I didn't realize how many people he's worked with. So it was really cool to kind of whatever. But it was we were all there to see Dolly. And she did two songs and left. And I was just That's like, crazy. It was the craziest thing ever. And it was the Hammerstein Ball built, three years ago. Was it built that way? Though? It was built. And it just had her face. Like when you bought the tickets, it was just her face. It said Dolly Parton live at the house. And then in a little what tiny print, it said Niles Rogers. And that was it. That's crazy. And, uh, Something must have happened. That, the whole Got tour out. couldn't have been like that. Something must have happened. <laughs> it that wasn't night. a tour. It was just a special night at the Hammerstein Ballroom. But they what, built it. They got she my sick? money. She wasn't sick. There had to be some reason. She wasn't sick. She sang two songs and she left. I'm not making it up. And it was like crazy. I was like, come That's on. a little bit weird. I'd be pretty pissed. Another Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. Nile Rogers is, is great. Nile Rogers is great. And yeah. you know what? In the end, it, we all had a good time. Because yeah. Niles Rogers was phenomenal. That that cat can play, and like he's yeah, been associated yeah. with the Talking Heads and David Bowie and Duran Duran. The you know Daft that Punk. guy has done so much work. So it was cool watching him. But they just kind of they it was a bait and switch. You yeah. know, Dolly was happy to be there because it was like a foundation thing. So it was like it was uh. a special event kind of thing. So it was like Dolly Parton was the draw, but you know to get you to pie the ticket and maybe the ticket was going to some cause or whatever but anyway they should have said i mean hey she's only going to do a short set they should have said that but they didn't they made it all about dolly and then you know but it was fun but uh, you know but she should have she could have played a little longer she could have done like she didn't even do jolene she could have done that you know she could have done done jolene yeah jolene whatever she could have done that she didn't do it it was right yeah so there there you go but dwight yokum he played i saw him play he played for two and a half hours <laughs> Because he cares about his audience. <laughs> Dolly don't care. She's just cashing that money. So we got um we got some more country artists here. We got yes. um Chris Christofferson. Yes, we have, uh, yes. Highwayman. Terrible singer, but great songwriter. Uh let's see, we got Phoenix Feathers 420 says new country Trace Atkins. Trace Atkins is fun. He's fun. Yeah. Honky He's tonk donka donk. Honk- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Anthony would hate him. Oh yeah, but he's, uh, <laughs> it's it's fun. It's fun. You know, it's not you know, it's not Dwight Yoakam or anything. But it's he's a good time. He's a good yeah. time. And we got uh tasty snacks with uh, Shania Twain. Okay, mm. Canadian country music. Talented, talented. But you um, know what? That don't impress me much. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that right? It's yeah. She's she's good. She's a good singer. I mean, I don't know. It's not something I would listen to. I had a girlfriend, ex girlfriend. She was really into her, so I got kind of like Shania Twain out. But she was she was popular for a minute. She really was. I don't know if she wrote her songs or whatever, but probably not. I feel like she was manufactured out of Canada. It seems like she wouldn't, but maybe she did. Who who is the guy that produced Def Leppard? 
You're supposed hmm. to know this, Jeff. These are things you know, Jeff. That's why you're on the show. Well, you're the guy a, that knows that. Yeah, that's who she was. <laughs> that's who she was. And, and his name escapes me, but that's Which, who she was. Uh, Robert, um, John, Robert John Lang? N- Mutt Lang. Mutt yeah. Lang. Mutt Lang, Lang, yeah. Mutt Lang. So that, he produced her albums? Produced, did everything. Okay. Right. Yeah, she's I mean, she just very sing. manufactured. She's kind of Britney Spears to me. Like it just feels very manufactured. Like it's it's good. It's good country music. You know, pop. It's country pop radio music. You know, it's it's good. You know, I'm not I'm not. You know, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not going to go out of my way for it, but it's good. But uh, yeah, country's you know country music. Like I said, a lot of people. You know, I I didn't think Anthony would like it, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you really need to look. You need to go down a dive. I, I'll I'll send you some uh, Dwight songs that I think you'll you'll be a little more into. But definitely check out his Purple Rain. That's that cover. Yeah, phenomenal. I'm interested to check it out. You know, because he does. Rain. You know, that's it, bluegrass, and he can play everything. Bluegrass, you know, old school country. Like he can really kind of just. He's all over the map. But uh, cool, man. All right. So is that enough of the Dwight talk? Um, so this, you know, being the new year, I thought it was important that we kind of found some new music because I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of times you just listen to the same old shit because you're just used to listening to your favorites. And so I asked everybody to kind of like, you know, scroll through their Apple music or their, you know, streaming services and try to find something they'd never listened to before and just something that kind of caught their ear and start. And then they kind of like went down and started getting into the band. And so I think it's, I find a lot of music that way. A lot of times I'll just search words and like something will come up. I'll just put in blue or whatever and some thing will come up. And so that's why I find a lot of music. Cause it's like, you know, we're, we're not all listening to the radio as much as we used to. So it's hard to find. And even the radio feels very like just narrow. Um, two bands that I found that I just didn't know much about Lord Huron which is a band, a surf rock band out of California, Los Angeles. Uh, I think I'm saying it right. Lord Haran, uh, their, their last album, uh, 2021, they have a new album and um, called Long Lost, uh, Lord Haran. And it's very cool. It's kind of like it's, it's surf rock, but it also has kind of a, kind of a Neil Young sound to it. And uh, so if you get a chance, very cool. And on the theme of country, uh, Grinsky Bluegrass is a band that I found and they have a 2022 album just came out this month and it's called, uh, stress dreams, which I feel is Anthony's life. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a five piece bluegrass band. And, uh, but it's, it's bluegrass, but it's hard. Like you feel like it, they play, I mean, they play the banjo, like they're playing a flying V, you know? So it. it's, uh, it has a very kind of spirit of rock and roll, but they're doing it with all bluegrass instruments. And so Grinsky bluegrass and Lord Huron are my two, random finds that i found this year and uh, uh, anthony what'd you find i found so okay today i i found a, a band that i i had never heard of before great uh and i'm loving this okay this band is called uh mean jeans okay and they have the album that i stumbled on is called jingles collection and so jingles this band collection. is like um they're they sound it's basically they're trying to be the Ramones now. They're like okay. a contemporary band and they sound uh, uh, so much like the Ramones. And so this Jingles collection is uh, every song is about a different famous product and they do these oh, that's fun. like punk rock jingles. So, um, you know, there's one about like Selsun Blue 
They have one Mountain Dew, <laughs> Taco short Bell. Short songs. Nice. They're, yeah, I, I I learned I learned one that's really short. It's not the best song on the album, but but this is uh, this is a uh, one called Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets, yeah, Hot Pockets. Gotta 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 eat them up. Hot Pockets, yeah, Hot Pockets. I got to got to got to eat them up. So that's uh, one of them. The music sounds good. And you don't like Dwight Yoakam? Come on! <laughs> uh, so, but it's just like really, like all the stuff you like about the Ramones, like the pop, yeah, sure. you know, harmonies and, and stuff. you found and this today. All right. I found this today. Right. Um, good. And their other stuff is not, I don't think it's all like, this is like very uh, Jim geared towards a comedy audience. Yeah. <laughs> the other stuff doesn't <laughs> seem like it's as comedy focused. Okay. You know, but but uh, also just all very uh, fun. You always punk find stuff. bands that sound like you. Like, I feel you're the most narcissistic <laughs> person I've ever met like in my it life. It sounds like what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> or is it that I just. what no- I'm doing. I love them. <laughs> or is it that I just figured out how to do the kind of music that I like to hear? Maybe, maybe. Um, Jeff, come what'd, back you find, what'd you find, Jeff? <laughs> oh, I'm, 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 I'm kind of like you. I'm sticking with the uh, country theme, and uh, I got turned on to Eric Church. I had never yes. really yep. listened, listened to him. I, I wasn't a big fan. I, I mean, I, I wasn't a fan because I didn't know him. And he came out with an album uh, last year, 2022, called um, uh, Heart and Soul. And there was okay. a song that called Stick That In Your Country Song, which was really good. Really, really good. More like a like a country rock type of song. Um, you know, but dealt with kind of like social issues. I thought he was really good. And then I went back and listened to some back catalog stuff. And the, the song Springsteen that came out in 2012 was really good. And it's really a song about a relationship that revolves around the songs of Bruce Springsteen. But uh, I really like liked him. And, I, you know, and I'm glad like I got a chance to kind of give him a listen now check him out a little bit yeah more. he's good man he's kind of part of that kind of stapleton and all those guys like he's the newer kind of good guys in country music for sure yeah he's yeah, cool. I never never listened to him before before you said hey look look this uh yeah look up some new music and well, i gave him a shot and i'm glad we're gonna do this all the time i think it's yeah. gonna broaden our catalogs i think it's good I, I, it's fun it's fun checking out yeah. new stuff very cool uh adam sure. what do you got buddy what'd you find right. so i uh I heard this band, Good Morning, on uh, Sirius XMU. I heard this song, uh, Country, which to me it sounded a bit like um, a little bit of Springsteen, a little bit of Gaslight Anthem. And uh, so right away, I jumped to Apple Music. Their album's called Barnyard. They're a uh, Melbourne indie rock duo. And, you know, their music is, uh, it's some of it's acoustic. It's very DIY. Um, there's a bit of Kurt Vile, some, uh, some of the strokes and a couple of the songs. Um a uh, little bit of a uh, spoon and uh, and some Jeff Tweedy too. So they're nice. You know, they're, they have a, a lot of different sounds and uh, it, to me, I thought this was a great album. Definitely one to uh, check out. That'd have been funny if you said like Pink Floyd or something like you'd never heard. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was wondering if somebody would be like, I just banned. I never. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very cool. Who is this cream? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Nickelback. They're a new band. <laughs> just heard them. Um, I got to check cool. them out. Yeah. If you guys have any new bands you want to like throw at us, we'd love to hear that for next time. But, uh, Thank you so much. Uh, listening to Dustin's Vinyl. It's been a fun one. Good. Happy New Year, everybody. I'm glad we're still here. We've been still doing this show and thinking, you know, 
maybe next year we'll have 15 listeners. That's the goal. <laughs> trying to get up 15 downloads. So uh, thanks for listening and uh, check out all our social media stuff. And uh, yeah. All right. Let's keep rocking, guys. Anthony, do something rocky. I don't know. Yeah, I'll play, just play, play the Hot Pockets song again. Hot Pockets, yeah, <laughs> Hot Pockets. I got to, got to, got to eat them up. <laughs> hot Pockets. All right, guys. <laughs> I got COVID. I All right, thank you. Take care, buddy. <laughs> Love you guys. Rock and roll.